Today's dating world comes with a lot of BS. Ghosting, boring conversations, and endless first dates that don't go anywhere. It's complete BS, and it's got to stop. I'm your host, Kenna Renee, and Dating Without the BS gives you straight-to-the-point dating solutions so you can meet the exceptional partner waiting for you. So let's do it. Hello, all of my brilliant women. How are you guys? We're back. I'm so excited to be back. And this episode is going to blow your mind. Before I jump into this episode, I do want to mention a couple things. One, I don't really have an update or report about life. (laughs) The kids are going back to school soon. I actually, I would say, I will say this. I'm going to brag just a little bit on them. They, over the summer, have both increased their discipline and dedication towards their own skill sets and they've increased it and been so hard and diligently working towards it. Kai, the youngest, is doing the drums and he's been in a band and so they have their first performance coming up this Sunday. And Grayson, the oldest, has been super invested in his diet and working out and making sure his calories align to in order to like build muscle and he's committed to like working on his skill set when it comes to basketball and football and like this kid goes to bed early and wakes up at like 6 a.m and gets going and he does it every day and they're so dedicated and they're so disciplined that I'm just so impressed with like the humans that they're becoming and I like just pray and hope that it's because we're doing something right (laughs) like somewhere along the way anyways so that's the family update um, the work update is that in on August 30th, I'm going to be hosting a 45-minute workshop on how to ask hard questions. Asking questions is the most important thing that we could be doing in the dating world. And so when women are asking me, like, how do you find out someone's emotion availability? How do you find out... Um, you know, if they're in tune with their emotions, if they're comfortable with emotions, if they're comfortable with articulating and expressing themselves, if they have a plan in life, if they're being intentional daters. Like I get all of these questions, like how do you find this out sooner? And it's all based upon the questions that we ask and the conversations that we have. And we have to be asking smart questions. You cannot, if you don't want to waste time, just go along with the method that we will figure it out and we will get to know somebody. We have to be asking smart questions and there's a way to do it so that you don't feel awkward and you don't feel rude or feel like you're, you know, making him feel uncomfortable. And so I'm doing a workshop about this on August 30th, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can message me at Kenna Renee, K-E-N-N-A, R-E-N-E-E dot C-O at gmail.com. I will put my email in the show notes. Um, You can email me to get on the list. Like if you're not on Instagram and you want to attend this workshop, but you're like, hey, I don't have social media, send me a message and then I will add you to the list and um, you'll get the Zoom link for the call, okay? It is going to be awesome. All right, so today I want to give you a little insight to why finding guys that you're into is harder than it should be. And of course, because you know me, I'm going to present this to you in a way that you have not thought about. You ready? When it comes to love and dating, everything that we have heard and seen our whole lives gives us the indication that love is just going to happen, that we are going to find someone that we have a magical connection with. When we find the right person, we're just going to know, and it'll happen at the right moment. Essentially, all the messaging that we've ever heard our whole life is that it's just going to happen. And so we take that information And we go out in the dating world waiting for it to just happen. And what I like to call this within 
the confines of coaching is we're waiting for yeses to happen to us. We've talked about dating and thought about dating as if yeses and the feeling of yes about a guy is going to happen to us like a smack in the face. And the perfect evidence that this could be happening is when you're online. So if you're online and you've ever thought like, I'm just not excited about anyone. This is a prime example of how we're unconsciously operating and being online from the conditioned idea that yes, men are going to happen to us. Now, you might need to rewind that part and listen to it again, or I guess I could just say it again. If you felt frustrated because there aren't any guys you're excited about online, that is a good indication that your conditioned messaging in that moment is at play, that it's just going to happen to you. Now, this doesn't make you a bad person. You didn't choose to think this way. This is just what you've been told and memorized, and so we're operating from it. And here's why this is so important. Every woman tells me that they know they're going to have to put in work and effort to keep the spark alive in their future partnership. They're going to have to do things to keep each other interested, whether it's writing really cute notes, doing each other favors, going on dates, complimenting each other, showing any verbal appreciation or physically touching. They all agree with me that they're going to have to do things to continue being interested in one another. And what they're basically telling me is that they're willing to do the things required to be a yes for one another. They know that in a relationship, they have to do those things to continue being a yes. So an example is it's not always my man's responsibility. It's like not always Jason's responsibility to make me feel yes about him. Sometimes it's my responsibility to get myself to a yes about him. And I'm going to tell you the truth. We love each other. But feeling yes about each other does not just automatically happen every day. We choose to be a yes, but feeling yes about each other isn't just like automatic. So getting myself to a yes might be remembering all the things he does for me. It might be doing something nice for him. It might be grabbing him. It might be expressing appreciation for him. But if I'm always waiting for him to make me feel yes about him, you better believe that things are going to fade away and we're going to grow apart. I want you to think about how many people say that when they get divorced. We just grew apart. What that tells me is they didn't take an intentional approach to figure out ways every day or remind themselves of why they're a yes about this person. Feeling yes about him is largely my responsibility and then he plays a supporting role in it. And the same is true for dating. We are waiting for yeses to jump across our screen. We are waiting to feel something. We're waiting for yeses to find us exactly as people told us it would be, right? Can that happen? Sure. But here's where I think that that happens. I think that happens in those standard high emotion, high chemical driven feelings And it ends up in a relationship. Like relationships aren't bad. But I'm in the business of thriving partnerships where two people have so much love and respect and admiration, satisfaction, connection, and attraction for each other that you don't go find someone else that you want to do things. Like you don't want to go find someone else that you end up wanting to do things to be a yes for each other. Does that make sense? Like you're just like, it's so great 
I want to keep finding reasons to be a yes for him. I want to keep bringing up the reasons of why he's a yes for me. I don't even want to go find somebody else. When you take responsibility for your yeses and your noes and you're not leaving them up to chance or waiting for them to happen to you is when you're ensuring that you won't just have a relationship, you're going to have a thriving partnership. Isn't that what it's all for? Isn't that why we keep doing work? Isn't that why we keep raising our standards so that we don't just have a relationship but the best partnership we've ever had? Ladies, we are primarily responsible to figuring out if we are a yes or a no about a guy. So what that means is we're not leaving it up to just a feeling because feelings lie. And what that means in the dating world is instead of leaning back and waiting to see how interested he is in you, because that sometimes shapes how interested we are in him, and we're not waiting for a yes to happen to us because that's giving away all of our power, we're going to be asking ourselves questions like, what would lean me closer to a yes or no about him? Do we need to do something fun and playful to see if the chemistry sparks, right? That will help me lean into a yes or no. Do we need to have a deeper conversation instead of surface level conversations? That would help me lean into a yes or a no. When I'm online and the conversation is really boring, do I need to ask a smarter or an interesting question to see if he perks up? And if he doesn't, then I know for sure I'm a no about him. What is it that I need to do in order to lean myself into a yes or a no. That means what is it that I need to know about him or see him do that would help me lean myself into a yes or a no. So you're deciding ahead of time and you're also becoming internally aware with yourself of the information you need to gain, the experiences you need to have together, the things that you need to see in him to help you arrive to a yes or a no. If you're not attracted And you're just like, but he's a really great guy, so I shouldn't like break up with him. Show your mind what you are attracted to. And then if you attempt to create attraction in your body and it still doesn't happen, at least you took responsibility on your yes or no. You weren't just waiting for the attraction to pop up. You weren't waiting for him to do something different that would cause attraction to show up in your body. You are like, what is attractive about him? I'm shaping my mind and showing myself what's attractive. And I'm taking responsibility to create my yes or no about him. There is a high chance you may not find anyone attractive or anyone that you're excited about because of this stupid messaging that we have learned and adopted unconsciously and it is robbing us from our power. Your power and the increased success of your future relationship, partnership, lies within your ability to create your own yeses about men. It lies within our ability to know internally within ourself what will lean me into a yes or a no rather than assuming it's just going to happen. The online space is not, it's not its job to make us excited about guys. Not until, at least till we meet. And so we have to do What's required to lean ourselves into a yes or no? Your choice, you choosing your yes or no, it not happening to you, is power. You're forgetting maybe, possibly, or maybe you've never been told that you want to fully choose your man. You don't want it to happen to you because if you choose him, 
then you will keep finding reasons to choose him. Even when it gets hard, even when it gets uncomfortable, even when it's not super glamorous. And that's what we all want anyway, a partner that will choose us again and again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with a friend who needs to hear it. It is going to minimize our frustration in the dating world and it is going to increase the number of people that we're able to spot who could be an actual really good fit for you when we take responsibility for our yeses and our nos. And when you're doing it, you feel incredibly powerful. I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, if you want to create a memorable dating experience that leads to the man you want to do life with in just six months, it's time for a coach and we need to chat. Send me a message at kennarenee.co at gmail.com or on Instagram at the Renee.